stop what you're doing. I Josh and Ken are so tired. Ken. But it's the afternoons with Josh and Ken. Oh, man. Silly look at a serious world. Uh, it doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It is always the afternoon. Is it always the afternoons? I guess. I mean, it's sort of Ooh. always nap time, too. Okay, that's good. I, I'm with you, man. I was sitting down on that chair, and I thought to myself, you know what? If I sit this whole show... First of all, I've been sitting all day talking into a microphone. Right, Second of right. all, if I, if, I, if I sit down, I will fall asleep, mm-hmm. and um, I don't... Um, yeah. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. Josh and I mostly record this standing up. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, we're putting some. We're putting bringing the curtains behind the meat factory. Yeah, yeah. We mostly. Well, you know, they used to watch, remember we used to film it when I had more time. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, but right. I don't have that time. Yeah. You don't have that time. I mean, no one's I got, got time. I gotta. I gotta. We gotta get back on those YouTube clips because I, yeah. I think they were good and people like them. They were fun. But uh, fun. I know they were fun. <sighs> Do you know the extra workload of uploading videos? I know. I know. It's you know what I, was, what I should do is just set up the phone uh-huh. and and then like halfway through or like yeah. when we start getting our groove and I start liking a story, I'm going to run over there and just hit record. Okay. And we then, can try that. And yeah. And then then we don't have to do like the back thing. The Mevo was great too. It's for the when the Mevo would die. Yes. Uh, I love the Mevo. It's a great little device. Um, I love the Mevo. Love the Mevo. But then it just, uh, I'd have to pull the whole episode and then yes. I have to find like four minutes in a row. Mm-hmm. That worked and often edit it. Yeah, often that's easy, but a lot of times we're pretty bad at uh, for a little little return. <laughs> not we're pretty bad, but like we're just we're not we don't talk in one totally. Let me clarify. We don't we go from point A to point Z back to T back right. to A. So it's legitimately Vanna White walking across the thing mm-hmm. uh, with no rhyme or reason <laughs> as far as to what letters she's supposed to touch. Uh, right, and, right. and then the P to like P. Right. Ah, two P's. Two P's. I got two P's. I used to play, I used to play Wheel of Fortune on the Commodore sixty four. Oh yeah, good game. It was, it was pretty bad. They had, <laughs> they had one on Nintendo. I remember. Mm, did they? Yeah. Uh, you so, just, they just ran out of clues. Once you got to a certain point, they could only store so many clues in there. Yeah. And then you'd get back to like phrase, and I was like, yeah, this, turn up uh, the century. I got it. This could get me in trouble. Okay. But you know, I manage the apartment complex. <clears throat> when we manage, I help the managing company. I'm the on on on. Uh, uh, resident manager, you want to upper or lower? Can you lower me a little? Lower. Bit? Sorry. Sorry, behind the curtain, Josh's yeah. ears are breaking. They're <laughs> bleeding because um, our headphones are loud. Um, so sometimes I have to go into the tenant spots, which uh-huh. I hate doing because sure. you know you don't want to look at other people's no. lives. Uh-uh. But I go into this one person's uh, house. Wheel of Fortune shit everywhere. What a pillow? That's it's a big round wheel. Okay. Twenty fifth an- anniversary like box edition of some Wheel of Fortune stuff. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm like this is like the the partner for Josh. This yeah. is like the seven o'clock hour uh-huh. for Josh's seven thirty. This is this, or is, is it the I, other way? Uh, no, Jeopardy's at seven. Wheel of Fortune seven seven thirty. There it is. Yeah, this is where we get into the argument where it, this is almost uh, Republican versus Democrat. You know, Star Wars <laughs> fan versus Last Jedi fan. Yeah, Star Trek uh, fan. Yeah, fan of Daenerys burning and mm-hmm. fans of Daenerys not Game of Thrones it. fans versus those who don't like things. Yes, correct. Uh, and I get in there Top and fire. you just say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones fans who uh, understand stuff. Yeah. Those that don't. People that think that she's... <laughs> anyway. Yet. Not yet. We're, yeah. We will, I promise you, because listen, here's what happened. Yeah. And let me just round out that thought real quick. Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy. We'll never agree. It's Stark's Lannisters. Correct. It's the North, it's King's Landing. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
You can do uh, it. You went to San Francisco, which I really want to hear about it because yeah. I, I haven't, I, you haven't done stand up in a while without me, and I haven't done yeah. stand up in a while without you. Yeah, it's been five years. And uh, according to Mark Ellis, you crushed, and I'm really bummed I missed the show because I love hanging out with you and Mark, obviously, but haven't seen Nick Scarpino in a yeah. while. And but here's uh, the thing: if you had been on the show, yeah, uh, I wouldn't have crushed because we would have hosted together and, and crushed. crushed, not yeah. crushed as an individual. Yes, life takes you where you need to go. Correct. Butterfly effect. Yeah. And I think it was a good way for you to promote your book, which is, as we're recording today, out right now. Yeah. Why We Love Star Wars. Smell that. The Great Moments Mm. That Built a Galaxy Far, Far Away by Mm. author. Yeah. Published author. Yeah. Ken Knapsack. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, sir. Hey, man. You want me to? I'll read you a sentence. Please. I'll read you three. Could you read me an excerpt? Yeah, here we go. That's what they call it in the industry. An excerpt. The Empire was upset. Really, really, really upset. Having lost their Death Star, a valuable leader, and countless resources, human and otherwise, the Galactic Empire wasn't exactly going to sit back and let those pesky rebels hand out medals and call it a day. Right? Look at that. Ken. Ken, You know, listen, I'm going to get serious for a second. Rarely do we get serious. We we don't get serious a lot of times. I couldn't be more proud to call you my friend. Uh, I think it's an amazing, amazing accomplishment, and uh, I'm not going to get I'm, listen, not I'm, not, emotional. I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> get emotional. I just, uh, you know, yeah, I think there's, cry. <laughs> yeah. there's things in my life that I would like to accomplish yeah. and there's things in people's lives that they would like to accomplish. And I think you're an amazing writer Thank you, and I, uh, I couldn't be more proud to call you my friend, my podcasting yeah. co-host, uh, but most importantly, a published author can, you, you know, you officiated my wedding and you wrote one of the greatest wedding ceremonies ever. And I can guarantee you right now, I haven't read the book. Yeah. I don't know if I will ever read the book. That's fair. Uh, because I don't know if don't I can consume that much Star Wars. It's 388 but, pages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not a giant reader and I hope you're not insulted by that. No. But I, I know what you're less insulted by, that I bought it. That I yeah, bought a few copies Put of it. it. Oh yeah. Give one to John McCougan. I'm going to give, I'm going to give one to Ben McCougan for oh, sure. Cause he's yeah. a Star Wars guy. Love that. And, uh, I, I, I know for a fact, this will be the best Star Wars book ever written by human hands, not droid hands. I can't, True. I can't guarantee that, but I'm proud of you, man. And I'm Thanks. happy for you. And if you're listening right now, yes. get to Amazon, buy the damn book, stop your whining and crying. You got the money to do it. If you got enough <laughs> money to go to Taco Bell at three 30 on a Friday, you right. got enough money to buy Ken's book. I agree with this. Much better for you healthily. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's been a lot of hard work, but it's also, uh, you know, I, my old uh, roommate uh, Lou was in an acting class, and the teacher used to say, "Take the win, take the win," right? Yeah. And it's hard for us as human beings to say to take the win. I was talking about it this week on my Patreon show, Five Minutes Extra, yeah. Five Extra Minutes. Excuse me. Um, that's a new show. You can't even remember your own. Yeah, uh, where it's like we all not just because I wrote a book, but it, you know, your goal might be this month I'm going to lose five pounds. Uh, your goal might be to get a job promotion. And often when we accomplish those goals, we forget to take the win, celebrate, like it, totally, like don't totally. give yourself a pat on the back. It's not ego. That's not boast, boasting. Um, you know, I do feel pretty weird and tweeting out buy buy this, buy this, buy this. But I yeah. worked really hard. But not just on the five months that I wrote this book. My whole life to get to this opportunity. Totally. So I'm going to take the win. I appreciate your kind words. You, uh, um, I'll read it to you. You, you deserve Next time we share a hotel yeah. bed. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'll read it to you. As we go to sleep, please read me <laughs> cha- certain chapters Josh, from go the to book. Sleep. Uh, go to sleep and, uh, you know, they these fine words. Go ahead. You me. need help. However, the only truth you really know is that no help is coming. The empire doesn't care about you. The pleas of the galaxy will never reach those high towers on Coruscant. There isn't any Calvary coming to your rescue. <sighs> As Woo. John, now go to sleep, young man. 
Go to sleep. Okay, to sleep. Go to sleep. All right, so uh, tell anyways, me about... You were yelling at uh, Game of Thrones fans, or are we doing <laughs> that later? We're doing that later. That's called a tease in the industry, Ken. A tease. Now that you're an author, I need to kind of school oh, you that. on the arts of radio and Please. podcast. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Now that you've been scribing mm-hmm. words on a written page. Yes. You know, I got to teach I you how to speak up. into a microphone Thank again. You. Thank you. You're the best. So you go to uh, San Francisco without me, and yeah. I kind of, I was really bummed about it, we though I was up there. in Northern California at the you same right time. There. I was right there. There were more important things to do, but... I did. Uh, thanks for all the people that um, have said and texted mm-hmm. or said nice things about uh, what's going on. I talked yeah. about it on Collider Live this week that yeah. my brother's surgery went really well and that the doctors say they got all the cancer out of there. <sighs> Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's been a long road for the family, for my sure. brother, uh, for everybody involved, really. But uh, you know, my brother's going through some stuff now. You know, the long road to recovery is does it doesn't doesn't happen. Like, hey, we got the cancer out. Go ahead, start throwing baseballs. Yeah, right, right. Not that right, he really yeah. threw baseballs, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was stressful, a little stressful, sure. um, and just like heart wrenching at the same time. You know what I mean? Because yep. totally. my brother is my hero, my big, but my best friend, and mm-hmm. to see anybody in pain and just struggling a little bit uh, is not. It's, you can't comprehend it. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Tough. But uh, so we're but a up big there. victory. Yeah, but so a I was big win for guys. Ben. Big win for Ben. Lot Huge. more to go. The game's still going, but big it win. Is. In the Game of Thrones, there is no winners, just boom, people bah, who complain. Boom, bah, boom, Did you ever notice that the two most divisive properties in the mm. history of movies and television, yeah. Star Wars and yeah. Game of Thrones, sure. start their songs start with basically the same sound? Oh, yeah. Think about it like this like, boom, 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 all right, now Game of Thrones. That's great. It is a very, very similar song. When you started humming, I just imagined a bunch of chickens being conducted by Gonzo on the Muppet Show for some reason. I I took a um, a. Uh, it was a classical music class in college. It was considered one of the easiest A's at Penn State. Is that why? Yeah. Or you just wanted to meet a girl who had a Both. trombone or something? Me and my buddy, Mac Gleason, took it. I was like, hey, I took music theory in high school. I mean, I yep. just do this. And it was supposedly the easiest A at Penn State. However, However. the year before, it right. was the easiest A at Penn State. Then they switched professors. Mm. And we got this woman who was nine shades of insane. Professor and also the most in. It, yeah. she, her, it was, it, Ken, this class was so hard. Yeah. And before we knew it, like after two weeks, because Ken, I think Penn State, it's like you have three weeks, maybe two two or three weeks before you can drop the class and pick up another class and like you won't redo. get dinged. It's a mulligan. Yeah, you can like get into the class okay. or whatever. I understand that then. And then after that, it's a late drop, which oh, means you get a, a certain thing. And then th- at one point- Do you point, get a letter written to you yeah, in you the get, mail? Uh, well, they sent it to my parents and my dad called- <laughs> Yo, what are you, a part-time student? What the hell's going on? I'm paying for full-time learning, yeah. and you got a part-time attitude. <laughs> well said, Ken. Well, is that in the book? <laughs> it should be. Yeah. That's the next one. <laughs> it's got full-time student, part-time attitude, The Trials of Raising Josh McCuga. <laughs> That's true. By John McCuga. I think he could write a book. I think my parents could write a hell of a novel. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. get the first test comes, okay? okay? And the teacher stands at the front of the class. And she goes, I'm going to ghost conduct an orchestra and I need to tell, you need to tell me what time code it's in. I'm out. Ken, yes. the highest score in the first test was 38%. That's, 30, the highest out of 60 plus class. people, 70 people. It was, okay. it was like a larger class, larger elective. I'm not good at math, but seven people get it right. Seven. Okay. Okay. 
Thirty-eight so percent of yeah. people. That was the the highest score. I got a thirty-four percent. I thought I'm doing great. You're doing she great. Graded on a curve. That's an A. Okay. Got it. Got so it. one of the so this kid who was in our class who right. I knew he wasn't a friend, but I knew who he was. He was right. in a fraternity. I knew who he was. This was our sophomore year of college. He raised our he raised his hand and he goes, yeah. "Hey, uh, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna speak for the whole class here. This is week six. I think we all took this class because people in the past had told us this was a very easy A to get and that it would be a fun class. And I got to tell you, I'm confused. I don't know what the hell's going on. And this class is impossible. And she goes, well, maybe I'm changing things. And that's when we realized (laughs) we had signed on. Got to get out of here. Okay. Got to get out of here. And so. (laughs) Sorry, Miss Brass Bones. We got to go. Matt and I had to drop the class. We dropped this. We we became part-time students at the same time. Funny enough, our parents were best friends. So they both knew that both Matt and I were Mm part-time students. All because some woman thought that she was James, she was John Williams yeah. conducting the Star Wars Orchestra, <laughs> and then the Game of Thrones Orchestra. Like she, it can literally Before Game uh, of Thrones. She was there. This is a terrible uh-huh. uh, radio bit because no, I'm just it, waving my hands. Josh is waving his hands like a maestro. I'm like a maestro. Yeah, right. And she would just do this. It was the same motion eight straight I can't times. Tell. And she would be I like, can't dun, tell. Dun, 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 dun. and how about this? I can dun, get dun, it. Dun, dun. It. Ju- it looked like the I exact same. I know my my friend used to my friend Steve in high school was the I used to. A, and and uh, ju- junior high was the conductor a, the, the drum major drum major drum major mm-hmm. right he was so good mm-hmm. so good Josh in ninth grade he made like varsity whatever that he was leading at ninth grade he was lead, the one that's leading. a pretty big deal because they don't usually yeah. give that thing to, until right? tenth, like it's a like a first round year. draft pick totally. he's like the LeBron James of drum major okay. Uh, my friend Steve Morrissey, and not the, the Morrissey the singer. Right, right, right. Um, I never understood. I go to the games. I'm like, he's just marching like a John Cleese dun, sketch, dun, doing his dun, thing. Dun, dun, dun. I don't get it. I, I've seen John Williams in concert. I don't get it. Yeah, I understand I mean, it. I get. I don't get it. I get when he points to somebody. Yeah, he goes like here, yeah. and he does this. Like he, he Josh lowers is, his Josh hand, is doing the hand, the little jiggle. hand, almost like the the Peyton Manning, like yeah, yeah. calm down, quiet That's it down, how you quiet and I it down. See it. Omaha, that means Omaha. like Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, yeah. He, John Williams is over there rattling his left hand, like come, come down, come down a little bit. Come down, come down. And then he lifts his hands back up. Come on up, come on up, come on. Like getting it up. I don't get it. You got nothing. I don't Ken. get it, man. Coming full circle. Yeah. The most divisive. That should have been in your book. The most divisive fandoms right. in the history are Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And they both start the exact same way. I think, that's, I think that's, and I have podcasts about both of yes. them. Yes. I need to choose something else. Uh-huh. I need to choose just what does, uh, I should How do a podcast about donuts. Uh-huh. Because generally everyone loves donuts. Totally. And isn't going to make a petition, petition to remake a donut. No health, no health concerns. How many donuts can you eat in a city? Three, four. I've been known to do that. That's why I have health problems now at work. Most donuts you've eaten in a sitting? Like four or five. Oh, okay. Like after a while you realize I'm probably going to die. Right. Yeah. And I'm talking the pink box. I'm not talking about a Krispy Kreme. I do. I've come around on Krispy Kremes. Which one's the pink box? Is that yum yum? Just any any place. Oh, oh, the the basic pink box. It's a glorious box. A pink box of donut. I come in because it's got different... F- I'm like, don't mind if I do a crawler. <laughs> don't mind if I do an old-fashioned maple, uh, bar. maple bar. And next thing you know, because if you look at it, if you're just watching casually coming by the office, every time you see me, oh, Ken's picked the maple bar. They don't know I picked the crawler, too. Mm-hmm. And then they'll twist the twist magoo. Oh, I love the sugary twist. Uh, and, uh, you know, the cream filling. Oof. Fill my mouth up with your hot cream, <laughs> I say to the donut before I bite into it. Um, you, you sexual master. Yeah, just go, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was this... Ken, you got a little cream down your lip. It's supposed that, to be there. Yeah, I'm, it's intentional. Leave it. I like that that donuts... Give me a sex towel. <laughs> Everybody's got one. I, I admitted to Amanda on the car mm-hmm. ride home from uh, from Northern California. We were on the right. five. You get a little giddy around hour three and a half, hour four. <laughs> yeah, we're driving you. We, we had been silent for a while. Austin, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, and near Brawley. <laughs> so... Uh, we're in the car ride, and uh, Amanda has Sirius in her car. No big deal. She's kind of yeah, okay. she's kind of highfalutin about it, and I don't care if she calls in the podcast and does it. She's a little cocky about her her Sirius, and she's never even filled in all the stations. You hear she has that? like she has four country stations. Why two country? Prime country, the Garth, the Garth Brooks Channel, and the Highway. That's, That's four country channels that all play the same music. That's come on, Manda. Yeah, Manda. Manda, come on, come on. Get down off that horse and, and change the, time, the channel. Half the time, we get to the channel. She's like, I don't like this song. So then why do you have four country channels? You know what I don't like? What's that? Uh, Radio Impatience. Yes. Just give the song a couple minutes. You don't like it. Something else is coming on. I don't do the channel flitch. Flitch. Flitch? (laughs) Sounds like a sexual term. So I was flitching this lady. I was flitching this guy. So... So it's me, uh, uh-huh. fair. It's me, uh, 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 Morgan Fairchild, <laughs> yes, and Heather Locklear, yes, and we're in one of those old-fashioned flitches. Yes, we're flitching. So she's flitching me, and then I start flitching uh, yeah. Heather Locklear. Everyone can flitch. It's a flitch roundabout. And then all of a sudden, yeah, in walks mm. the entire cast of the show Dallas. I'm gonna let you have it. I was gonna. Yep. Just the female yep. cast, and it becomes a flitch bonanza. Not Dynasty. Not Dynasty. Yeah. What Dallas. Am I, what am I? Some kind you, of trailer you, park trash. What are you cheap? Yeah. What are you Dallas. Cheap? It's the you South Fork Ranch. You don't Ken. flitch anyone from yeah, I'm a Dynasty. No. Nah. I mean, flitching is a high class <laughs> sexual uh, activity, and everybody yeah. knows. Everyone good, knows. You need a good flitching sometimes. So speaking of flitching, you yeah. were you were talking about yeah. you and your wife driving. Now. So we're yeah, so we're driving. So first of all, we try to start podcasts. And right. That's tough. And uh, we we couldn't we just couldn't get through one one she'd already listened to she's like I'll re-listen to it she clearly didn't want to re-listen no, to no, it she it. it was about a murder in L A you know true crime oh, not okay. as good as is that a murder is that a murder episode five up right now yeah episode five um so we start we tried to start this one podcast which is one of those scripted podcasts with Rami Malek as the voice it was called Blackout and no it wasn't about me at a bar from two thousand till two thousand I know this one you know why I know it was that. Grace auditioned for it. Oh. I had to do the sides for it. No way. Yeah. We actually recorded it here. Oh. And she was like, oh, yeah, Rami Malik's in it. No. And so, yeah, she, she, of course, didn't you know, so didn't, we, didn't get it. That's what happens in this town. You auditioned yeah. 17 times to get maybe one thing. One, but uh, maybe. That's weekly. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. So okay. So you starts, try to listen to that. So we try to listen to it. It starts. Okay. And Rami Malik, I, I got to tell you, it, it starts off bad. And we both kind of looked at each other like, all right, well, it's Rami Malik. He was Freddie Mercury. We liked yeah. that movie. He was Mr. Robot. I liked two episodes of that show. So, yeah. so then it goes, I like the trailer. And then I went to the local diner and it takes place in Maine, New ha- like okay. Maine and New Hampshire, or New, yeah. like Northern New Hampshire near the Canadian border. And he walks in and he's like, eh. and I, as I went from my local coffee, Oh, Hey Susan, what's up there, Simon? Dollar 25 for the coffee. And I'm like, is this what? Adam Sandler doing Tollbooth Willie? How about do we do it? Yeah. Why would you want your change in quarters or nickels oh. there, Simon? And, and then Amanda and I both look at each other. Nope. nope. <laughs> so. Click. 
so we're listening to we. Yeah. So I I programmed a couple new stations into her series, right? Yeah. Her highfalutin series. Highfalutin. Come on, man. Couple comedy stations. Netflix uh, now has a serious XM station. I like uh, that. Next, Netflix what do they comedy just does play the shows. And play the shows. It? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. All right. So you know you got your other comedy stations that are all you know bits like six to seven minute bits sure. of popular sure. comedians and yeah. uh, Jim Gaffigan kills it every time. Oh, he's I mean, great he's, in the bit form in the radio. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So. We the song that Moulin Rouge song comes on. Uh-huh. Get you, get you, yeah, yeah. It's you oh, know, okay. it's Pink, Christina the, Aguilera. The cover version of the classic yes. song. Yeah. Uh, Maya and uh I liked Maya. Maya was hot back in the day. Maya. Like Pink, Christina Aguilera, Maya, and, and uh, uh oh gosh, was it Lil' Kim? Lil' Kim, thank you. And so this song comes on and Amanda's <laughs> I like did Ken know that. You're good. <laughs> well, you were a radio DJ right around that. Yeah, it wasn't then. Oh, <laughs> Was it then? And then Missy Elliott makes it. Maya. <laughs> you got Maya, right? I had a thing for Maya, too. So I, I, I just. I had a thing. I had a problem. I do. Okay. Well, that's where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. ready? Mm-hmm. So uh, kids, if you're listening at home, you might want to uh, put in those earmuffs. Uh-huh. So I said. Hey, Mariano. <laughs> get your girls out of the room. Can't be listening to this part. Yeah. So the song comes on. Again, we're, we're, we've been in the car for about four and a half hours. We're coming wow. up to the grapevine. We've hit some traffic. I'm getting a little giddy. Yeah. We're at that point of the car ride where we haven't talked in like 35 minutes. That's a great point. Yeah. And that song comes on. Are going to have on. a conversation with my wife again? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's possible. So, so, <laughs> so the song comes on and I start singing it immediately. Yeah. Like, and Amanda's like, whoa, you really like this song? I was like, whoa, I had a thing for this video back in the day. Right. And she went. What? I go, oh yeah, I used to I used to jerk it to this one. And she went, <laughs> what? what? And I was like, this was the early 2000s. Internet uh, porn wasn't at high speed you know, yet. It's either we had this a family or, computer. It was either this or Christina Aguilera's dirty video. Dirty, oh my God. And uh, I was either that or one Playboy I had under my bed still from 19, December 1989. Pull up the cover of that one. I'll tell you if it was. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to guess, was Cindy Margolis near it? <laughs> it was definitely a Cindy Margolis appearance in it. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh-huh. that's my only form of st- stimulation. Jesus, I hate that word. Yeah. And so Amanda was like, what? Right, right. And she was disgusted by that disgusted comment. Disgusted with you. And then she said, what, what, what? And I said, well, I thought Maya was sexy. Pink was sexy. I had something for the garter belts. Christina Yalera was sexy. Even little Kim was sexy. And that's when she lost it. Little Kim was not sexy. And then I think to myself. Uh, little Kim. She no, had that great lyric for the song. I'll suck yeah. the molasses out your asses. Yes. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> it was... It was a video. It was a scene. They were all, I mean, it was something this else. Was, this was that era. It was this 2000, was the, This was the extreme. WWE was extreme. Girls in China. Ray. Yeah. Tom Lakis was on the radio. Hey, Tom Lakis, don't, don't pay for debt or let the woman do it. Like, yeah. this was that era. Totally. And we apologize. 100%. Uh, for a lot of the era. Yep. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I, I I'm never gonna apologize for uh, looking at Maya and thinking, whoa. Yep. Yep. All right. That's going to be the I can't, one. I won't. And even if it gets me in trouble. So that's that's when the conversation got not heated, but hysterical. And Amanda hadn't. Then she pulls up picture of little Kim now. And I hadn't seen little Kim probably since that Moulin Rouge video. Sure. And when I think of little Kim, I little think lady of Lady Marmalade. Yeah. Who? Yep. Lady Marmalade. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Patty LaBelle did a, yeah. the most famous. Video. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay, so, so current picture. So she pulls up current picture of Lil Kim. Lil Kim not doing so hot uh, looks wise. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. Okay. She's not. She. But back then, and here's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking of. I think her name is Nat- Natura, the girl that played Lil Kim in the Notorious movie. 
I think her name's like Natura okay. Johnson or something. I don't know. She's in that show Power. Okay. So hot, dude. Like right. crazy hot. Right. And she gets you naked were, in that movie. You are so going to get in trouble next week. I know. Totally I'm have a report I'm card totally, coming in. I'm, I'm totally But you know busted. what? You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <sighs> Excuse me. I bet, I bet anytime like, um, say, Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait comes on, I bet, I bet Amanda, or as we're calling her now, Manda. Manda. Uh, says, ooh, you know who I loved? Joshua Jackson. Yes. Pacey. Oh, you know who I love? James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. And you, what, are you going to be like, how dare you? I'm yeah. 20 years from knowing you. Like, no, come on. Exactly. Come on. I mean, I, I told her I was I was 18 years old. Again, we didn't have internet porn. The kids today have no idea what the struggle was like to find a naked woman at, <laughs> in your life. You had to hide magazines in places. You had to yeah. find VHS tapes to hide within old Chicago Bulls highlight tapes because you mm-hmm. knew your parents were never going to look. You uh-huh. had to relabel them. You had to scratch off labels. You had yeah. to trade VHSs with high school buddies. And, it and, was a desperate time for desperate measures. And look, if you were, uh, if you were inquiring about male news, Nudes. I'm I'm sure though it was not something I inquired about at least back then. Um, it was harder because even if you got your hands on a Playgirl, it was some you know Tom <laughs> Selleck who's gorgeous. It was some Tom Selleck yep. wannabe mm-hmm. with uh, in jockey shorts, and you're like that's all, that's what I got. Yes, that's what I got. I'm telling you. Okay. Oh, so her name her name's Naturi Notton. Okay. She played Lil Kim. Not sure about and that. Hold on, let me show you. I don't watch modern entertainment much. And here you go. Other than she's born in 1984, so she's two years. Look at Okay. Oh, yeah. She's hot. So, well, definitely. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Doesn't let it reminds me of Lil' Kim. Totally. And especially Lil', Lil Kim, Lil Lil Kim, Kim in that me. video. And they're all wearing that lingerie. Again, I'm yeah. 18 years old. My only sexual experiences at this point was random girls in high schools from other towns who didn't know okay. who I was. Who girls didn't. in swimsuits and bikinis at the country club pool. And the Playboy, again, that I've referenced many times. <laughs> it was under my bed. The occasional JCPenney fall collection oh, catalog. Yeah. Or Body by Jake commercials on that Body by Jake because he would have the girls working out in like basically uh, underwear. Or do you remember? Do you remember Kiara uh, of uh, the fitness on ESPN? Yeah, I do remember. Do you remember? That. Well, I forget oh, what, what her name uh, was, but yeah, she had. Um, there was De- uh, Denise Austin. Denise Austin, hot. There was and a lot. Uh, there was a lot on the on the ESPN morning workout. Totally. Uh, what was Beach her body. Kiori Ki Kira Kai. It was Kiara. I'm Kiara. Kiara. Yeah, Hold I know on, what you're I'm talking about. Google this. this no is, down this is memory lane is People Josh McCuga and Kenneth. Remember life. their uh, early puberty days, thanks to ESPN fitness shows. Before uh, Sports Center was the only thing they broadcast. On there, I was also going to type in was it December nineteen eighty nine Playboy? Yeah, what do you got? Careful, what do I get? Well, you know, um, the cover. Yeah, uh, I'll give you a guess. Who was on the cover? This does not mean who the Playmate of the Month was. It's somebody more famous, isn't it? It's a famous person. Yeah. 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 Is she in a martini glass? No. 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 In a like a power suit kind of thing. Shoot. Yeah. It's the interview. It's the interview. It's the celebrity <sighs> interview. It's a gala Christmas issue. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Uh, well, there's also a link to the women of wrestling. I bet that's glow stuff back in the day. <laughs> Not be. on the cover. Candace Bergen. Oh, yeah. That's who it was. Let me see. Candace Bergen. Yep. All that 80s hair. That's the one. Murphy Brown. That's the one. I mean, Murphy Brown. My goodness. I can't figure out this right. fitness thing. ESPN fitness back in the day. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is good radio. 
I, I was listening the other day, and these two old guys were typing in uh, ESPN fitness uh, sex videos. <laughs> That's the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going much. back to that scripted one with Rami Malik. <laughs> oh, Some, Kiana. Kiana Tom. Kiana Tom. And it was body shaping, yes. basically. Yes. Oh, man. There was another girl on there. Her Kiana's name Flex Appeal. That's okay, do they have, do they have the full cast on there? Yes. There was a girl on there named I think her name was Jennifer and she appeared she used to uh she was a swimsuit model for Sport magazine. Jennifer Dempster. That's the one. There you go, dude. That's the one. Kathy Ireland was also on there she at one was. point. She was. She uh, was. Crazy enough, uh Jennifer Dempster was also an actress. She was in a movie called Runaway in 2005. All right. And nice. Marcy X in 2003 that looks like it starred Phoebe from Friends uh okay. and one of the Wayans brothers. I believe that's Dan. Currently, currently adding to cart. <laughs> currently Jennifer adding Dempster. to cart. Uh, for those girls, uh, those female listeners that we did have, we apologize. We've Come lost on back. We, we lost you. To call us in. Call us in on Anchor mm-hmm. and tell us your crushes or your sexual awakening moments of yeah. men on TV. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fair in all seriousness because uh, I always think... We know we know what happened. I'm making the jokes about Pacey or something like that. Yeah. But we know, and we know we're more horribly animalistic. We totally. know, you know, we're we're the ones digging in forests. My friend Josh said there was a, a porno buried out here. <laughs> uh, we're monsters. Yes. Uh, we know you're not that. But you gotta have had, you know. Oh gosh, do you remember when uh, you know Bob Leaf to come on ESPN in the morning <laughs> talk sports news? I love that sport coat. Like, I want to hear those stories because I know I you had too. them. You got them. And here in the afternoons, this is a free forum. Totally. For it's everyone. a trust tree. It's a trust tree. We're it's on a the trust, trust tree. tree with a lot of Maya videos in it. <laughs> and the, and should, if you're a guy out there and you remember the Lady Marmalade video and you yeah. could get past the music and you just loved watching four sexy women. That was yeah. my sexual awakening of Pink. Because before that, Pink was just a skater chick that stole cigarettes out of my backpack in high school. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I like Pink because I think I've told the story. I, I saw her at the mall that I worked at. She shot a video there and did a okay. concert. Oh, cool. So I got to see her in person and, yeah. you know, very fit woman. Yes. Um, so uh, I, I kind of liked Pink. And I like her song, uh, Just a Pill, is one of my favorite rock songs. It's a good songs. song. So she's a very talented artist, yeah, very yeah, good no, voice, all that kind of stuff. They're great. Yeah. And make, make no mistake. All these, uh, all these, uh, women are great performers and have great careers. Uh, just at the time it was like, hello, uh, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow night <laughs> and tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, I think, it, it, you know, the, the, I, I know we're aging ourselves here, but the internet has what the internet has done. <laughs> Are you saying naming the second star in an ESPN fitness show from 1989 is aging me? Are you saying the fact that I knew Jennifer Dempster was on an ESPN morning fitness show in the late 80s and early 90s makes me old? How dare you, Josh? How dare you, sir? (laughs) Oh, man. Wait, wait. Holy crap. I just typed up Jennifer Dempster. Okay. Oh, I wish... I wish Mark Ellis was here for this. Oh, I wish Mark Ellis. Jennifer Dempster. She's uh, she's fifty now. Okay, still probably smoking. Smoking smoke smoke show, as they say on yeah. other. Radio I don't shows. care what a woman's age is. She is married be. to someone who a professional athlete. No, a ESPN personality. Okay, okay. Steve Levy, married in two thousand. That's not close. Married married him in two thousand six. Trey Wingo. No. Uh, no. Neil Everett. John nope, nope, nope. That's too modern. Oh, 
it was not you, Dan Patrick. You were close in that. Steve Levy's a great. Uh, if you know ESPN, ESPN sportscasters, you're going to see how close you were. If you can get this. Holy uh, uh, moly. Carl Ravitch. No, no, Mr. Baseball, no. Peter Gammons. <laughs> that would have been awesome because I love Peter Gammons. So it's not Bob Lee. No. Nope. Uh, nope. It's not Rich Eisen. I know, I know his wife. A little later, a little later. Uh, he's, a, he's a mainstay. But it was around for years. I don't know if he's still there. Chris Berman? So close. No. Uh, it's not Charlie Steiner. No, no. God, God bless Tom him. Tom Mee's passed away. Tom Mee's died. Uh, oh, right. Kenny Maine. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. You got to get this. This is the I, this is the weirdest episode of the afternoons ever. Oh my I hope goodness. people are enjoying this ride, please, because this is now Josh and I are just in a bar hanging out. <laughs> I I almost want to. I wish Mark Ellis was here, uh, but I don't think he'd know who Jennifer Dempster is. God bless me. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold she on. She was on Body by on, Jake. On. She was on all stuff. Okay. I know the guy. I can him. see his face. I can see his face, and I know who you're talking about. And yeah. it's, it's it's not going to come to me. Okay, Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler. Ah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Chris Fowler. They got married in 2006. Oh, uh, Chris Fowler has had a dream career. He goes ESPN. Then he just takes over college football. Yeah. He says he doesn't want to do that anymore. He just does tennis matches. He basically just does Wimbledon and probably collects yeah. four to five mil a year. Yep. Living the dream. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's married to Jennifer Dempster, Jennifer a former Dempster. fit. And you know, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Let's set the stage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for all you lady listeners out there, this is your, your point of the thing. And you're going to, you're going to be able, this is a, a window into the male mind. Okay. It's a horrible thing. And, this, and it's terrible sometimes, horrible but you got to understand that men, all we want is women. Okay. We don't want I mean, anything yeah, yeah. else. So those really, who right? are seeking women, let's, yes. You know, sorry, 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 know. sorry, sorry. We obviously know some, some men seek Tom Selleck. God bless. True. I would I'm too. speaking for myself as yeah, a straight we're spe- man. We're speaking as straight, straight, straight man. Males. I'm sorry. I, no, I just no, no, alienated no, 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 no. a lot of our no, gay no, no. listeners. I think I, I think our afternoon listeners get it. I just I am so gun shy sometimes yeah. that people are going to tweet me or you know I liked your Star Wars book. Yeah, seventy nine of my points aren't in it. I'm going to get a petition to rewrite the book. <laughs> totally, uh, all the special effects, everything. Yeah, you know, we've got already got an investor. Okay, so for a straight man, all we want is women. Amanda yelled at me the other day because this this girl walked by and mm-hmm. she's like, "You're gonna check her out right in front of me." I was like, "Babe, I, I what do you want?" This girl, she was like six one, some model with like, I mean, super. And here's the thing: you're like, "Oh, guys don't want money. Guys want this. We want money. We want fit. Right, right. anything that we want is to get women." There is nothing right. else in our life that we right. want more or talk about more is that we want to date women. We want to be next to women. We want to talk to women. We want yep. women to like us more than anything in the world. Why yeah. do you think we drink? We want women to like us and we drink we're, to the point where they th- we want them to think that we like us. We're that, pretty simple. We're very simple. I was just at the comedy store. I actually went in to see the show. Sure. Uh, Mark Maron was performing. Okay, I hadn't cool. seen Maron live in years, but I used to see him all the time. And I went in and he had a great bit about this. Okay. How that and that natural instinct for the men who's that's their natural instinct, yeah. uh, wanting women, wanting to uh, insert, and that's all I'll say, yeah. um, how our job in this modern era is to lower that as best we can to totally. like two or three right. on the depth chart. Yes. <laughs> and and how that our natural instinct is everything flows back to that river. And I'm not saying I, want to, I want to attack women or I want no, to make no, them no, feel no. uncomfortable. I'm just saying the male mind works here's in what that I, Here's situation. what I had. I had a conversation with uh, an, an old female friend of mine years ago. Uh, I was joking about it. I said, here, here, here is how the dumb male straight mind works. All right, we're walking around the mall because this was a conversation was at the mall. Mm-hmm. Here's my mind. Oh, Cinnabon, I haven't eaten there in years. Ooh, do I want pizza for lunch? No, I don't. Ah, that one has a great butt. Look at that jeweler over there. Hey, is that a dog? Oh, 
That's the mind. That's totally. our mind. That is what it is constantly. Yes. And in yes. light of rec- the recent events and, and a lot of movements and all these kind of wonderful things, my job is to not out loud go, nice butt. Like that's, Correct. and that's always been easy for me. me I don't too. do that. Yes. But I was raised right by my parents <laughs> yeah, that's, to be that's, nice and, and, and yeah. courteous to women. Maybe it's okay to go, no, let me pet your dog. I don't sure. get to pet the woman. You right. know, that's the goal. Well that's, said. Ken. You know, well that's said. the goal. That's and, why I can and, say and she nice was, dog. May I pet it instead of yes. nice boobs. May I touch? Yes. Them. That is not, you don't say that no. you don't do or don't do that. And that, but that is, that is the constant male, you know, the, the yeah. just, it's just, oh. And do I feel bad looking at other women? Of course of I do. Of course you do. Because I love my wife more than any human being on this you planet. You should, you should. Um, but that's the thing. Oh, the sun is bright today. Yeah. Nice legs. Look yeah. at that tree. Correct, correct. That's 100% correct. <laughs> Okay. I, so I think a lot of the afternoon female listeners get that. And, yes. And I think you and I are so overly cautious because we, we want more female fans. We do. Um, that I think they'll, I think yeah. they'll rally around us and be like, we, we know you're dumb. Yeah. We're, we're, we're stupid idiot animal men yeah. at, that happen to really love uh, the female species, uh, yeah. the female yeah, yeah. gender, whatever the case yeah. may be. So happy, here's what happy in relation. So here's, here's what's yeah. happening. Chris Fowler, he's uh, writing his sports center for yeah. the night. And uh, he he goes, hey Chris, listen, we're gonna have to put you on the morning sports center tomorrow. Are you okay with that? What? Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I haven't done a morning sports center in a while. I'm usually the primetime guy. Okay, Chris, no problem. Yeah. Uh, but if you could for the next week, you know, Dan Patrick's out and uh, Olbermann's out, so we need Chris Fowler on the desk in the morning. Great. All right, all right. So he gets into the office early sure. and he's right in his sports center and he's looking at all the TVs in Bristol, all those TVs right. up on the wall, and all of a sudden yeah. he sees he sees. The fitness show. Is he's uh, Kiana? Beach body. What's the other one? Uh, Kiana? Fle- Kiana's Flex Appeal. Kiana Flex Appeal. Okay. And he says, who is that beautiful blonde in the back? Brunette. So, brunette, Excuse sorry. Excuse me. Brunette. Get it right. So I think blonde because my wife is blonde. Sure. Every, every oh, time see? I think of a hot girl, Proofs. I think, yeah. I should I would have said red hair. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, he, he, he starts asking around ESPN. Anybody know this Jennifer Dempster? Anybody know? Yeah, Chris, she's going to be here. He's like, ah, oh, great. I'm going to show up. Then right. he slyly is like, oh, whatever. He makes his way over to Jennifer Dempster. They strike up a conversation. He says nicely, you know, maybe you'd like to go out and get a drink sometime. Right. They strike up a romance. Perfect and that, gentleman. And perfect gentleman. And he lays he lays the groundwork day by day by day. He's a perfect gentleman. Right. He realizes that Jennifer Dempsters don't, don't come along that often. They don't come along. So Chris Fowler, he plies his trade. He does his sports centers. He He's the constant gentleman. All because the only reason to... to yeah. Per, further his career to get right. further is to make sure that Jennifer Dempster knows yeah. full well that Chris Fowler is in it for the long haul for Jennifer Dempster. He's and here that's to play. where we got playing for keeps for keeps. That's what he got. Yes. What do you think his first uh, line to her was? Hey, I'm Chris Fowler of ESPN. Uh, do you want to know Ty Detmer's 40? <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, Andre Ware can bench? Hey, did you happen to see the final score of the Portland Trailblazers versus Seattle Supersonics last night? Uh, hey, uh, do you want to know what uh, Clyde Drexler's game's uh, point average is? You're welcome. Points per game average, yeah. Uh, you know what my flex appeal is? Yeah. No, the, he was, he's not a one-liner he's guy. He's not a one-liner guy. Not a one-liner. But he and Jennifer Dempster hit it off, and that's how that's how it works, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it works. It do, we, we don't, mm-hmm. we are in constant search of yep. love and affection, even when yep. you're married. 
Yeah. Constant search of love and affection. Even when we're listening to Prime Country, then Y2 Country, then the Garth Brooks channel, and finally, The Highway. And the same four songs are on the same four channels, and we end up on Classic Rewind listening to Queen's Ride My Bicycle. 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 You got it. I can't even do it right. You got it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the afternoon's version of Courtship. That is Courtship. You're better at it than I am. I wouldn't say that. You're dating a lovely, beautiful uh, girl lovely. Yeah, who's going to take you out to dinner to celebrate the publishing of your book. And yeah, you're a published true. author. Are you going to wear true. a tweed jacket? No, I'm going to wear my shirt that oh. has my book on it mm-hmm. because I figured this is the only day I could really get away with it. I don't. I think you can get away with it for the next four to like, six years. What's that? Oh, this? Oh, it's a shirt about a book I wrote. <laughs> what? Yeah. Available at tpublic.com slash user Ken Napsack. The book's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound, and other locations. I just want your order. Yeah. Shrimp. Okay. Done. But also, uh, you can wear that shirt until we publish our book, Courtship. Courtship for the afternoon. I I mean, look, man, uh, you know, Grace, I didn't talk to her for three months. Mm-hmm. We, we all worked over there. Yeah. And uh, she thought I not just was like afraid of her. She was like, I thought you hated me mm. really bad. I'm just really bad at these things. Well, then you slow played it well. You I slow guess. played it. I don't even know how. And then I remember you guys were starting to, you instead of inviting me to go on a walk to go get coffee, to go get Starbucks, oh, you yeah. were inviting her. And I was like, well, there I go. Yep. Guess I'm going to have to start a podcast with him in order to still yeah, be That's friend. the only way I get to hang out with Ken is to start a podcast. Yeah. And then, sure you know, that was tough. Then we had to keep it secret for a while. And, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that was hard to do. Yeah. That was my favorite. Well, thing. we all knew. We, we're yeah, not idiots. Yeah. I, well, that's, I don't have that conversation on air, but I would always tell her, like, you, you don't think people can figure things out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then my favorite thing was riding to Comic-Con with you. Oh, yeah. And you take that nap, four hours, wake up. Are you, uh, are you and Grace dating? <laughs> what? Do you dream about that? <laughs> that's, that's, I'm very good at the, uh, the expletive yeah. to start the conversation. Yeah. So, Ken, uh, you yeah. wrote a book, huh? So, Ken, uh, dating Grace, huh? Yeah. All right. I was like, no. <laughs> and then you, you... Listen, hey man, look, come here. I wouldn't exactly call you a good liar. I'm not a good liar. It's always all over your face. You oh, didn't yeah. even turn to me. You kept staring straight ahead on the road, and we gripping, were in standstill traffic, gripping the wheels yeah. of my Camry. Uh huh. Oh no, he knows. So it's begun. Well, you know, it's like begun. you want to keep these things secret. Sure, you need to. You need to. But then, like, I, I was at a party at com- that Comic Con just yeah. a day later, and someone comes up to me. He's like, "Hey man, congratulations! I uh, you're dating that red hat." I was like, "What?" He's like. I just looked at your Instagram feed. Just, that's yeah. It like runs off. <laughs> okay. I, I, remember te- I remember texting her cause she was home that day. And uh, what were you doing all that time? Ken, you were slow playing it. You were working. Slow playing you it. were, you were working your yeah. courtship. You were writing books. You were writing sketches. You were acting professional. You were talking on microphones. Oh, you were being yeah. funny. You were being loving. You yeah. were being a man. You I, were being a gentleman. I wasn't, I didn't slobber all over uh, the scene there and, yeah. and, uh, beg and grab inappropriately or anything no. like that. I just, uh, you didn't even tell her your Moulin Rouge story until later in the relationship. Almost a year and a half after you got married. I think we'll keep that one uh, to ourselves. Did we record that? (laughs) Oh, no. Crap. Here comes a report card coming Uh, in hot. You're in trouble. I am. I don't think it's right. I'll defend you. Thanks, man. It's sometimes when Amanda calls in, I got to, sometimes it's like she's on a dragon burning down a city and I just want to get out of it. Uh Uh-huh. I just want to find a horse covered in blood and ride out. Here's the thing. All right. Listen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read. I'm going to read... we may, this, this, do you want to go out on this? Do you want to go out on this? Yeah, we got a couple calls. Oh, okay. Right. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to. 
Oh, Josh sneezed. Oh, you okay over there, sport? Come on, Woo! buddy. My bad, my bad. Okay, here we it's go. All good. All right, we're human. We okay, so. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Uh, you reading something? I'm reading a text that I sent to you. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, I can probably get it up on my computer here, too. So I said, it's, it's Sunday at 10, <laughs> send Sunday at 10, 22 PM. Okay. Here's our exchange. And I, I will admit that you didn't know this at the time, but I had had a few gin and tonics and I realized okay. you want to hear something I realized for the first time ever in my life. Cause I don't ever drink Bombay Sapphire gin. Okay. I only drink either beef eater or like whatever's the well, I drink like plain people gin. Okay. Right, right, right. Well, apparently I'm allergic to Bombay Sapphire. You're allergic to a lot of things. My face turned bright red to the point where I was like, I had a trouble swallowing and I, I was sweating and Amanda looked at me. She goes, what happened? Did you go tanning or something today? And I said, no, I'm allergic to Bombay Sapphire. Yeah. And appar- apparently, because I was drinking so, some Sapphire and tonic. So I was a little tipsy while watching the show. All right. So I got, so, the, I got the thread here on my computer too. 1022. 1219. Yes, correct. Okay. okay. And I just wrote, Dragons, or should I say, dragon? And I wrote burn. And so I, so I've been saying this all that I've been saying this all happened. She's the last of the madness, right? Question mark. And question I, mark. I, I write. I think so. I think that's an interesting take. The Targaryens show up and conquer everything, bring three hundred years of problems. Breaking the wheel could always have meant the destruction of what it has been since then. Like Danny wasn't going to do this through songs and poems. Yeah, and I always thought destruction. So Cersei dies with Jamie, And I write, yeah, that one needed to process with me because I was so geared up to have him kill her, but I kind of like this version more the more I think about it. I think I always thought there was no way she dies at the hand of anyone. I did not like how her hand died. I did like how her hand died, though. Oh, wonderfully brutal, I wrote. It's yep. a, what, an unreal, what an unreal episode, though, right? Question mark, question mark. I said, this whole season has been an amazing, yet the world wants to shit on it. I said, no way. So the internet was a bad idea. It's been glorious this season, not the internet. The more we think about it, the more we realize Al Gore fucked up. This season has been livid, but I think I meant lit. Lit. Then I wrote in all caps, thanks, Al Gore. And then I wrote, what a dick. Yeah, and that I, was the end of yeah, our exchange. And then you said, are we recording tomorrow? Um, <laughs> that was our exchange. That was our exchange. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, was, I was watching. Well, I'm throwing my phone now. Uh-oh. I was watching the episode with my wife. And my sister-in-law, and you can't, that's harder to do as Borat. Yeah. It is. Uh, my sister-in-law and my wife, my brother is still in the hospital. We were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So we watched it a little bit later and then I went back into, and I watched it again. I watched it back to back. Now I didn't check social media any of the time. And then sure. I checked social media and that's when I texted you thinking, okay, well I know Ken, uh, he mm-hmm. is my barometer of Game of Thrones episodes. Right, right. And, and I was thinking as I'm watching this, I said, I, I said the whole time, I said, as soon as she starts burning everything, this is the madness. This is the, the mad yeah. King's lineage. This is, she doesn't trust anybody. She mm. Tyrion. She doesn't trust Jon Snow. She doesn't trust. She just right. killed Varys. She doesn't, she's not going to let some other person be the hero by ringing bells. She yeah. is going in there to murder everybody. Now, did I like the fact that she murdered women and children? No, oh. but this whole time she's been saying, I'm going to take the throne with blood and fire. Mm-hmm. And the only way that she was going to get those people to obey her and obey her as the new queen and trust another Targaryen ruler is to kill a lot of people. A lot of people. And we, and they've been saying all the whole series, the King's Landing is a piece of shit. It is a, it is a cesspool. (laughs) Smells bad. Smells bad. And the people that run King's Landing need to be blown to pieces. And that's exactly what happened. Burn it all down. Start from the beginning. 
down. And she's been burning people for all the seasons, all the time. I think the quote from season two is, uh, uh, I will take what is stolen from me. I will burn cities to the ground. Yes. Sounded cool then. Uh Uh-huh. Looks cool now. Well, everybody's like, well, she was the breaker of chains. Yeah. Do you know how she broke those chains? By burning other people alive. Yeah. Yeah. And look, there's a lot of things. Here's the discussion. Because a lot of people are like, no, I get it. I get that it was, uh, uh, you know, and I don't want to get into that. We get into this weird discussion now where it's like, we all have our opinions and, and we're, you know, we only ask, we speak respectful. And I sure. think uh, that's my goal. And it's always my goal to try to understand it. There, There's something beyond that that is going on right now. That's not even, I think, specific to Game of Thrones. It is just a weird friends are fighting friends. People yeah. are losing it. And I think a lot of it comes from emotional investment. We had a great conversation on Casterly Talk with Rachel Cushing, who mm-hmm. uh, is a knowledgeable fan and knows this stuff. She's read the books, started reading the books in the 90s. So no one's going to tell me that she doesn't know Game of Thrones yeah. or Song of Ice and Fire. But she, her, one of her favorite characters, if not her favorite character, was Jamie Lannister. Yeah. And so she did not like that he left Brienne, did not like that they... She goes, I wasn't even hoping that Brienne and him got together, but I didn't like that. I didn't like that he went back to Cersei, and and she was upset. She was upset. She was angry at that. And then she, the next day, she calmed down. And we and we let her have, the, obviously not, the, not only let her have that opinion, like, oh, we're going to be yeah. so great, we're going to let you have this opinion. But, like, that's, oh, that's her. We talked about it. But my thought, my count, not even counter to that is, you love this character. You're emotionally invested in this character, and this character did something that pissed you off, which is what stories do. Mm-hmm. Storytelling isn't comfortable. It's not supposed to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a Marvel movie. Um, I mean, have you read... Wow, you, who's throwing stuff at me? Um, <laughs> have you read, I mean, uh, Hans, there's a Christian, Hans Christian, what's not? The Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen? Or the Grim fairy tales? They're creepy and weird. Creepy, and, but it's just, it's it's not supposed to necessarily make you comfortable, particularly no. A Song of Ice and Fire. Yes. Where, and a lot of times, so... Uh, not saying that we changed her mind. She's like, you're right. That is a great moment. She's like, yeah, no. And and she, I, I use Rachel as a great example of, she's like, yeah, this really upset me, but I'm still here for this thing. Right. And I'm not throwing it out in the garbage. And that's, what's getting me upset is people who are like, well, I guess I'm not watching the final. Okay. Like, don't, don't watch it then. I hate the people that what say you, this. What are you doing? Right. I hate the people that say this feels rushed because to me, it doesn't feel rushed. It, we sat through. It doesn't feel rushed to me. I I, I understand why. I, I I look at it and go, yeah, it is faster. Yes. And I wish I had one or two more episodes. But I, I don't know how it's, I don't consider it rushed. It, if we don't, if you're like, oh, we should have had four more seasons, 10 episodes apiece for more of this stuff to really fester out. I got to be honest with you, man. The seasons of Arya just sweeping floors and learning how to become a girl with no face was boring to me. And maybe that's because that's the kind of fan I am. But no, we were, you, no you're not wrong. We, we are now getting in. If we let this go on more and more and there's no end in sight and HBO is just milking this for all it's worth because yeah. of Game of Thrones fans, then we're getting into the Walking Dead territory, which 100%. in four seasons 100%. or five seasons, there's no ending in sight. They're like, well, where's Daenerys? Who's going to win the Iron Throne? What's yeah. going on here? Oh, so now she's won the Iron Throne? They should just end it when she won the Iron Throne and built right. the city down. It's You're saying some smart things there. I'm so always glad they're, they're, they get told the story they want to tell. Mm-hmm. Want to tell. Um, uh, and yeah, like, yeah, like the Arya stuff, which all <clears> is certainly as a point, certainly led to her skills and her journey and every, what I love about season eight is it makes you look back at seven seasons and go, Oh, every journey led to something. Yes. Like, here's why we're having what we've all dreamed about having these huge battles against the night King, this huge battle for, to, to take out Cersei. Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, Arya should have chopped off Cersei's head or this kind of thing. That was never going to happen. 
It was never going to never going to happen. Well, so so again <clears throat> and again and, and 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 if you're listening you're like I don't agree I didn't like the show that that, that is fine. I use the example I do not like. I'll even use the word loathe Star Wars Legends, which is all the books in the 90s mm-hmm. and the early 2000s and beyond that were like there's like 2% of it that's interesting to me. Okay. Some of the characters are but I don't but I I checked out of that stuff okay. in 1995. Yeah. And that's fine. And you know what I didn't do? Didn't go start a, a blog where I attack Star Wars Legends. Totally. I just just walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. But people people don't want I think people just especially in our industry just want to roll up their sleeves and get into it. But I think I think they forget that. I forget because I used to deal with the complaints, not necessarily like you, but like, oh, this the brand storyline's boring. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I definitely know it's slower. Yeah. Aria stuff is slower and it wasn't my favorite, but trust me, it's leading somewhere. It's That's, leading somewhere. We got payoff for the storyline. Got there. Yeah. The other thing is the books things. Yes, the the some of the structure, they they kind of have to get there faster. Uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, some what do of the, you want? An episode of them just sitting on the boat? Some of the, I used to always say that. I'm like, some of that stuff's great, but uh, do I want Davos and John shitting on a boat for three weeks while they're yeah. going to talk to Danny? No, I don't need that at this point in the story. Yes. We've established a lot of the characters. The other thing, some of the best stuff in seasons, one, two, three, four, whatever you want to say, five is the first time that you've really felt you're beyond the books, mm-hmm. but one and two and three are really, really tight to the books, allegedly, right? There is so much stuff that is their creation, the show's creation mm-hmm. that is in there that if you find, there's some interviews with George R. R. Martin. I was just watching the other, Shay. He, he was an interview talking about an interview with Shay and, and Sybil Kakili, who plays her, he goes, I didn't like her. And I'm paraphrasing. George is like, I didn't like it. I was like, what is this? I saw, I was like, this is not the Shay I wrote. And he now admits, he goes, I've become friends with her, number one. And two, which one was Shay? Was Shay's the, the, the prostitute, uh, the, the, Tyrion. The, the Tyrion. Yeah. yeah. Um, he goes, uh, or as he called her a camp follower. Yeah. Um, he goes, she is better on the show than in my books. So pump those breaks. Just totally. everyone needs to pump breaks, including the, those who are defending it by throwing, you know, flaming spears back at the people. Criticize yeah. everyone. I totally agree with that. It's just got a weird the thing that gets a me weird is spot right now that everybody thinks that the writing is sexist and that uh, they, they did it so that everybody knows that you can't trust a woman. A woman's too emotional to be a leader. I don't think that's what we got. I think we got the heel turn of a powerful woman that went to the dark side. The final turn. Yeah. Look, uh, that's a, that's, those are the bigger subjects, right? And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that away from anyone who feels that mm-hmm. because then you're, 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 you got a lot of life experiences that you're seeing in that scene or seeing in the episodes and you're identifying with and you're pulling out of it. Okay. Uh, that's what I see. Right. Okay. So I'm not going to take that away, but also I'm going to say this probably only in the afternoons. Sometimes I think you're seeing what you want to see mm-hmm. and the story's got to do what the story's got to do. And again, storytelling isn't supposed to be comfortable all the time mm-hmm. and characters and like the Jamie Lannister one, I want, I thought Jamie's going to kill her because it's in the book. There's a prophecy and everything. It doesn't factor into the shows. He might kill her in the books. Mm-hmm. She, he might not. I don't know. But on the show, show Jamie, show Cersei. This makes sense to me. He wants to go die with her and it's kind of disappointing and it's kind of depressing, but guess what? So is a, a, a drug addict returning to heroin yeah. 15 years after you quit it. That's sad and real. And, and I think that was, it was bittersweet because I think there was some beauty in them yeah. being connected before they died. How many times What's sad? How many times has a woman burned you, turned you aside like that literally? you've gone back to? No, I'm, I'm just and saying. With a dragon? <laughs> 
I'm saying what I'm saying is how many times have people gone back to exes that their friends are like you can't do it don't go back oh, there yeah, da, da, yeah, da, da, da. Thing, and yeah. they've gone and done it I mean girls have cheated on me before and yeah, gone back yeah, to exes yeah. I get it and vice versa and vice, and vice versa, versa and it was like honest. well she did this she did that it's it's worse than what any ex could ever do to you I don't think so yeah you know yeah yeah no yeah no and it's again it he shouldn't was in be love. right that's his, his sister is lover it's a weird yeah. dynamic that we have no idea about and, and it's I, good for I have reason. been in that situation kind of you know, not even with a, a a woman or a relationship but even like depression sure where I'm out of it oh I'm a year out of this stuff and it's like it's like you're figuratively with Brienne in the north <clears throat> yeah. oh I'm starting new I'm not with my sister I'm gonna sit back here and we're gonna start with this woman who I formed this bond with I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm no. running back. And it, to me, wasn't supposed to be a good thing. Yeah. And like we're talking about with Rachel, it hurt her. Sure. And, and, and I, that sucks. But in my mind, I'm like, isn't that also good storytelling? Isn't that good storytelling? It is good storytelling. When you're so invested in a character that they do something wrong or they do something you don't agree with that you should be affected. Uh, Luke Skywalker running away from his problems and being afraid and, and, and just burying himself and cutting himself from the force was not what I thought I wanted from Luke, but now it's the only thing I wanted from Luke yeah. at the storyline. But I have one friend who was just so hurt by that and offended, so he hates The Last Jedi. Fine, I'm not taking away from that. I'm not going to make him like anything he doesn't like, but I'm kind of like, Luke isn't going to do what you want him to do because no. it's a real... It's a fictional, but it's a real functional character in a story. Dude, Im- imagine if we all got what we wanted. I, Sid Bream would have been called out at home plate. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the, it would have been a Marvel movie. I'm yeah. sorry, and, I, and I, it was funny. There's I, San Francisco the Q and A. Someone asked me about some Marvel, and I think I had a couple six like rum and cokes in me. Oh yeah, and for the first time publicly, I went off on Marvel movies. Yeah. which I enjoy. And yeah. that's, I have to declare, that's my topic sentence. I really enjoy these movies. I think they're A-plus movies. I've seen the same one 22 times. I agree. And I really think you could have written Endgame, the big plot points back in 2008, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily good to me. Mm-hmm. How you get there is, entertain- is that's the entertainment sure. value. And, and, and I don't disagree. Watching Robert Downey Jr. and Chris, eh, fucking <clears throat> great stuff. Great stuff. I think Hemsworth's Thor makes me laugh. That's all there. Again, the innards are fantastic. Yeah. The total outline, you can, they're telegraphed. But they're telegraphed. Did yeah. anyone think that those I mean, characters, that's what movies are. those characters weren't going to die or that one character wasn't going to lose or anything? Yeah. No. And that's fine. But I, I, am, I am attracted to Game of Thrones because it never gave me what I wanted. It's, you know, we're, we're, if I were to go back to season one, which I'm, Amanda's kind of, Amanda's never watched seasons one through five. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? I know. And she's, just, she asks a lot of questions, which are great. Amanda. I like to answer those. And Amanda. I, now we're going back to watch. So I think we're at season one, episode okay. six, right? So we're watching through and I, and I yeah. love rewatching the series with her because it is such a powerful series, right? Yeah. She, she's, yeah. It's, it's probably the best season one. That yeah. and Rescue Me, my all time favorite Rescue season Rescue Me is great season one. And yeah. Soprano season one is pretty amazing. There too. you go. But so- seasons, you know, we're going through and rewatching this and, and catching all of the things that I didn't catch before and uh, which I will go on record uh, and saying for whatever this is worth that I think Game of Thrones has the greatest rewatchability factor in the history of television because yeah. it's such a deep and intricate series. But yeah. if you were going to go pick all of this and to get through what we got through to get to this point for mm-hmm. people to say it's rushed. Well, yeah, because we, t- we took our, our jolly time getting to these places to learn these characters, yeah. to get to the point where we deserve these huge battles, where we deserve mm-hmm. a little bit of a time jump where we get we don't have to watch them on a boat for three episodes yeah right and and 
you can go to season one and to see where it is and you can predict a lot of the things that happened and then you can't predict a lot of the other things. That right. is the beautiful effing thing. Everybody's like, well, if they could, could kill the one dragon, why couldn't they even come close to killing her before? Because the one dragon was wounded and they had no idea what was coming. Uh, I use that example on Casually Talk of a sports thing. In the first inning, you, you uh, pitcher strikes you out on three pitches. Yeah. So what do you do? You go in the cage, you go in the dugout, you go in the, the video room in the third inning and come back up and you're ready for it. Totally. And you get a base hit. Totally. You home run. I, that's what that's what I look at. And I, I don't like, I don't like, yes, there's such thing as plot holes. Yes, there's such thing as bad plot. And yes, I get some of the things like, you know, you're on popping up and he's suddenly there next to Jamie. Yeah. I, okay, I get it. But are you going to be, are you really going to get held up on a show? that's putting all this stuff up there, dragons burning cities, and you're like, how come he showed up at the same time as him? Because right. it's a goddamn TV show. Yeah, correct. <laughs> what, do, <laughs> like, what do you want? Did what? you want 10 minutes of Euron swimming around going, I know Jamie's here. He's somewhere. Is that what you wanted? Yes. Like, is that what you want out of movies? You still have to tell a story. You still only have a certain amount of pages or words to tell it. Let go of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I've gone off. I, I've uh, I've uh, muted. Locked, muted everything. I did not promote Casterly Talk this week. Really? Uh, I just kind of want to enjoy this show uh, and move on out. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just I have I have I know the people that I follow. I know the people that are my friends. I know yeah. the people that I know, and I know the people that aren't going to like anything immediately. And I and I really take their opinions with a grain of salt. Mm. I, I just really I don't care to hate here's here's what i'll say here's another thing the final thing and this isn't referring to um anyone specifically i know we're in a weird industry where you know oh is he referring to so-and-so or this and that no 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 none of that none of that but uh i'll say i didn't say disrespect their opinion be wary because life is a work and everyone's got an angle including us including this including that buy simply straws use the promo code afternoon yes um buy my book life is a work and i'm not talking about fake news or anything like that i'm just saying everyone has got a point of view and agenda and it doesn't mean it's wrong but they put it into areas and just parse Parse it out. Yeah. Parse it out. You know what I mean? I'm with you. All I'm right. with you, Ken. Should we have uh should we have done a mid-roll break? This is um this no. is good radio here. We're, this is good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We got a we got a pre-roll sponsor right oh, now, so nice. that's going pretty good. Right. Uh we are getting to up to the point where we have to go. I'm sorry this got serious. No, I think, I think it was fun. Like I think that. we enjoyed ourselves. We talked all about right. Right. courtship, and now we listen. I'd wanted to talk to Game of Thrones with somebody all week. I talked to my dad yeah, for yeah. a half hour on the phone about it yesterday. A man and I argued about it in the car because we are both on the, in the common opinion. <laughs> it. If you think about what it is and and you enjoy the show, and then that's what that's what's great. That's what creates discussion. I got I got to give credit to uh, our good buddy Billy Business, aka Billy Billy Patterson. Patterson. I was on his uh, his podcast. Oh, yeah. I hear your podcast accidentally got erased. Got erased. Funny. And I was trying and, to convince him to rewatch Rogue One. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. So I love Rogue One, and uh, but so we were talking about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Sure. And so, and I can't, I don't like that movie because I love the original trilogy and I really just thought it wasn't my same Indiana Jones movie. Sure. And we, we had a really fun. I've only seen it the once in the theater. Yeah, me too. And, um, he and I had uh, a really fun conversation about the, about the movie and certain things. And it was just a healthy, friendly discussion of two people that had differing opinions. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a beautiful part about the podcast. And I think that's a beautiful part about fandom. Yeah. But when it gets toxic is when we start to really get to a point of of not being good people to one another. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I, you know, absolutely. It's I, I you know, I, I didn't put the, I was putting the Hashley talk, Hashley talks on YouTube, and and not getting bad comments overall. But one part, you know, one person, hey, I'm a really big fan of yours, but uh, I can't, you know, I can't believe you like this show. I guess I can't convince you, and called me disingenuous because to deny, and it's like. I just give you a two-hour show, and I've also been talking about Game of Thrones since 2013. <clears throat> if you think there's anything not genuine about my love and understanding of this show, mm-hmm. why, why use that word? Right. That's what upsets me. Right. Just Certain the, adjectives really you, ping me. You don't know me. No. You will never know me. No. You'll never, never, never know me. And the things I've done in my life and the people I've helped and things you don't know about. And you're going to, uh, you know, I think you're lying about you know, you're liking Game of Thrones. Fuck off. Yeah, totally. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I think that's our new straw is the fuck off straw. Fuck off straw. Uh, It's to those people that use straws. Again, go to simplystraws.com. Use the promo code afternoons to get 15% off your Simply Straws order. We have three uh, custom straws. We got smug straw user. We have the afternoons. It's a nice script. Mm -hmm. And we also have the I'm better than you straw, which is supposedly the most popular straw. I have one. Ken has one. Be better than your fellow man. Save the oceans. Don't F the butthole of the world. (laughs) One straw at a time. Uh, We are the afternoons. Ken, I love being here with you. Have fun in Houston this weekend. I will. Well, hey, don't go yet. Don't oh, go yet. No, we, yet. we got two calls. Oh. I want to. I want to play these calls. We're not done talking Man, Game of Thrones. Thought, uh. Real quick, call and answer. Right? Okay. Hey guys, this is Dan from New York. Uh, before I get to my main point, I just want to say real quick, I want to thank your podcast for introducing me to Dave Mason's We Just Disagree. <laughs> but the main reason I'm calling today is no I'm in a bit of a guys. situation, and I think you guys are, would give the best advice on it. Uh, advice? So the advice? Game of Thrones finale oh. is the same day as my college graduation. <gasps> and so I'm kind of stuck here. Uh, the graduation is in the morning, so that won't be a problem. But uh, my mom has made like reservations for dinner for like seven o'clock. Mom, show uh, starts at nine. Oof. Don't think I'm gonna be able to make it back in time. Mom, am uh, I a fraudulent fan? No. I think you guys would be able to answer that best. All right, thanks, guys. Ken, let me no. take this as a as a, yeah. As, you got this situation yeah, similar because situation. you are a disingenuous uh, fan of Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so I am going to be on an airplane. And more than likely, we'll not have the live TV of HBO. Can you land to, the plane in the to, town? Can you to, pull a string like a bus? Please, God. We don't land on the West Coast until, I believe, 9.30. That's oh, three and a half hours after the premiere has aired. Uh, my phone will be off until I have to off. order an Uber, right? Okay. Uh, I... Yeah. That's... I Listen, you can call me what you... I got to go to this wedding. To answer his question, Dan, no, you are not a fraudulent fan. You're not a fraudulent fan, fan, Enjoy your graduation dinner. Enjoy the drinks. Don't let anybody spoil it for you. Don't look at TVs. Don't look at your phone. Be in the moment. Go back to 1999 when Ken and I were watching Kiana's Flex Appeal, okay? (laughs) And and enjoy the dinner, and congratulations on graduating college. You are not a fraudulent fan. When you have the time, you get back after you've had a few drinks with your family, you've celebrated, then you go and you watch your Game of Thrones, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get off the plane, I'm going to get in the car with my lovely wife after having celebrated love all weekend in Newport, (gasps) Rhode Island, and I'm going to get home, and I'm going to watch Game of Thrones in my living room with a whiskey, and I'm going to celebrate... The mm. fact that we just witnessed one of the greatest shows in the history of television, yeah. and then I'm going to go back and start from season one. I, I'm going to rewatch it right away, too. Yeah. I've already determined I'm going to do that. Josh, that's me. some great advice. That's some great advice. There's Thanks, nothing man. more I can say. Dan, yeah. maybe don't talk to your mother for a year. <laughs> All right. 
Hey, Josh and Ken. My name's Jess. Jess. Uh, huge fan of you guys. Been a fan for a really long time. Whoa. Love you on the Schmodown. Yeah. Huge fan of the afternoons. You yes. guys are absolutely fucking hysterical. Ooh, that's a strong <laughs> I love word. everything that you two do. I can't wait to buy Ken's book. <gasps> Super excited to read all right about Star Wars. Um, Star Wars. I just wanted to say thanks for always making me laugh every time I tune into the afternoons. You're welcome. I think you guys are awesome. And I mean, if you're ever right. in Kansas City, let me know. We'll get drunk and get into some shenanigans together and maybe find a late night pizza place. Yes. So uh, love you guys, and I hope you have a great day. Is Maya going to be there? Yes, Maya or Pink. Uh, Jess, little, that's a great call. Little, uh, I love the title of her call says, you're from your 22nd question mark female listener. I'll take 22nd I, She's g- given us a lot of faith that the yeah. numbers jumped that high. I've never been to Kansas City. I've never I been to Kansas really City I really love either. to go there. I, I would love to go to Kansas City. Barbecue. And get some barbecue. I'm going to try to get Beers. some in Houston this weekend. But, uh, yeah, you uh, should. It's going to be good. All right. I think now we can go, Josh. Uh, can we go? We got to go. Okay. That was a fun episode. It was. It was I got great. some things off my chest. Uh, have fun in Houston. Uh, thank you. I'm bummed that I will not be How there. How do you say it? Houston. I say Houston. He, what do I say? Yeah, I, uh, no, I think you say it okay. Some, people say, some people say Houston. Well, that would be my Pittsburgh, uh, Houston. Okay. Uh, but wash I, I'm or wash? To, I'm, a, I'm a wash guy. Yeah, because there's no R in it. No, you're not an amateur. S- correct. But I do have fan members that do say wash. Cut them. Cut them loose. Uh, and but I, it's I've been tr- trying to say Houston more often, putting the H's in front of the words like huge, Houston. human, huge. that huge. kind of stuff. You're doing a good job. Uh, thanks, Ken. I, I got to tell you, man, again, yeah. so happy for you. So thanks, proud man. of you for writing the book, Why We Love Star Wars, the great moments that built a galaxy far, far away. You can pick it up wherever all your books are sold. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Don't forget to go uh, check out Josh McCougan. Josh McCougan and all the cool things you're doing over at Collider uh, and the Collider uh, the Morning Show. What do you got there? The morning, Collider Live? Uh, morning, morning Zootopia. Morning or something. Zoo. Morning yeah. Zoobly Zoo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, It's fun. Um, <laughs> but Josh and I... New, uh, new episode. Of, we got a new episode of uh, The Murder Show. Is That yeah. a Murder? Coming up Monday. Yep. Go back and listen to episode five. <sighs> Josh, I'm going to miss you in Houston. I'm going to miss you, buddy. <sighs> this has been the Afternoons with Josh and Ken. A silly look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. Especially on a galaxy far, far away. It's always the Afternoons. <laughs> <laughs>